Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Decomplicating Dressage podcast. For those of you that are new here, my name is Jess Gale and this podcast is all about making dressage make sense. I have had a lot of clients recently that have come to me wanting to improve their medium trot or wanting to teach their horse how to do it. And we see the huge extended trots that the horses that are out at the kind of big Grand Prix class is doing but there's not a lot of information out there about how you can actually go about achieving that on your own horse and how to improve the medium trot you've got. So that is gonna be what we are talking about today. So first things first then, we need to look at what a medium trot actually is and what it should look like. The medium trots appear for the first time at novice level with British dressage where the judges just want to see some strides of medium trot and all that means is kind of I like to think of it as kind of from the three-quarter line to the three-quarter line there needs to be some steps by elementary we want to see this clearly being shown from marker to marker and as you head into the more advanced tests we see a whole extra 10 marks possibly being given for the quality of the transition into and out of the medium trot, as well as the mark out of 10 for the quality of the medium trot itself. When we look at a medium trot then, we need to see a lengthening of the horse's body. So I like to think of it as if we got a tape measure and measured from the horse's tail to their pole, the distance should be longer in a medium trot to when that horse is doing, say, a working or a collected trot. So we need to see a lengthening of the horse's body, but we also need to see the stride lengthen too. So we want to see that horse covering more ground. And we want this to be done 
with the horse maintaining that nice round frame, keeping the same rhythm and tempo, maintaining a really nice, consistent elastic contact. Now up to and including at medium level now, you can ride your medium trots in sitting or in rising. And I tend to recommend, especially at the lower levels, that you do it rising because it allows your horse that space to lift up in the back and stretch out their backs and come through from behind and stay in balance. Sometimes as riders, we if we're not balanced enough to sit to a medium, it's going to affect our horse's balance and rhythm too. So generally, I think it's just easier to rise to allow our horses to have that balance. So it tends to just take out that potential factor and really encourage that horse to take that longer stride when we rise. Once we are balanced and more secure in the saddle and have a bit more of an independent seat, then it is more than okay to sit to the trot as long as you don't feel like you're negatively impacting the horse when you sit. So a medium trot, we've just said, comes in at novice level. So when we look at what a horse needs for a good medium trot, we tend to focus firstly on those first three scales of training. So rhythm, suppleness and contact should be pretty much relatively established. So we'd be wanting to see a horse that moves correctly in a really good regular tempo, has a really nice, soft, supple back in a really round frame and works into a consistent elastic contact. If we don't have these three things, then a medium trot is pretty difficult to get. So the first thing is to check that you have those three things pretty established. We need the rhythm side because if our horse isn't moving in a correct two beat trot, that's gonna highlight a lack of strength or a lack of athleticism or another issue there that requires your attention first before you think about a medium trot. We need the suppleness side for our horse to be able to stretch out through their body and we need the elastic contact so we can achieve that throughness and that connection through to the bit. Now, if all these words that I'm talking about, like scales of training, throughness and so on, seem a little bit foreign, we do have podcast episodes on all these because they are really important parts of dressage. And you can find all of them. All you need to do, just search whatever word you're looking for in the search bar. Um, so you can put in scales of training, you can put in throughness, you can put in engagement and any of those words will come up with a podcast from Decomplicating Dressage that kind of explains it all in a little bit more detail. But then once we've looked at the first three scales of training, we need to look at the next three scales, which are impulsion, straightness and collection. Now, we need impulsion because it's the power from the hind leg that will give us that ground cover and that propulsion forward. We need straightness, firstly because we need our horses to get to the mark we want them to and be accurate, but also because we need them to be pushing equally off both hind legs and into both reins equally. And finally, we need collection because we need the horse to take their weight behind, carry their weight on their hind legs to help with that spring-like propulsion forward and to help with the balance side. So we don't want to see any hind legs kind of left out the back door. So ultimately then, for a good medium trot, we want all of those scales of training. And the more established each scale is, the better the medium trot will be. 
Now, that's not to say that you need to wait for all these things to be perfect, because like in all things in dressage, it's never perfect. So I always think it's best to start teaching your horse as young as possible, at least the basic components of a medium trot. And then you can build on it as they get stronger and more athletic and as you progress in your training. So we've spoken a lot about what our horses need, but there are skills as riders that we need to be able to ride a good medium trot. The first, and I would argue probably the most important skill, is to have an independent seat. What I mean by this is that you can remain balanced and secure in the saddle without gripping with your legs or relying on the reins. And you can use your leg seat and rein aids together and independently of each other without losing that balance too. When the rider loses balance, it makes the horse lose balance too. Or similarly, if the rider grips on or grabs hold of the rein to regain their balance, this is going to have an effect on the horse too because it's going to stop that ground covering, supple, relaxed movement of energy from the horse's hind leg through to the bit. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Whilst we're on the topic of position two, it's also really important that the rider is able to maintain an elastic contact. So in other words, that they have soft shoulders, soft elbows, soft arms, and they don't brace or pull back against the horse. Because again, that's going to stop that energy being able to go forward and it's going to stop that ground covering step. The second thing we need as riders are effective aids. Now, this is as much a training thing as it is a rider skill. We need to have a situation where we put our leg on and our horses move forward. And when you take a half halt, they shift and take more weight onto their hind legs. Now, this is as much about you as the rider being able to do an effective leg aid and being able to execute an effective half halt as much as it is training your horse how to respond when you do this. When you have this, the medium trot's pretty easy. But when you don't have these, it makes it really quite challenging. So when it comes to teaching your horse to do a medium trot or wanting to improve your horse's medium trot, I always come back to transitions because like a lot of things, transitions can help improve your horse's balance alongside all those scales of training that we said we need to ride a really good medium trot. 
it also tends to bring up all the problems you're having in your medium trot. So, for example, if you find your horse rushes in the medium trots, chances are they will probably do that when you do transitions within the paces too. And if you find your horse resists in the contact or goes onto the forehand or becomes unsupple, all these problems you will probably also have when you're doing your transitions. So this will always be the first thing I do, asking the horse to push forward and come back just subtly in the trot, using my leg in a release of the rein to go forward and my seat to bring them back. Now, it may be that I need to spend a bit of time working on this if there's a specific problem I'm coming across, but I'll only move on to pushing towards a medium trot once I can do these transitions within the paces easily and comfortably with my horse staying round, staying supple, staying in a good rhythm and a good contact. Now, I would always start subtly, so I would only ask the horse to go forward and come back a little bit. And then once that's comfortable, you can start to build and build to transitioning between a medium trot and a collected trot. I prefer to do this on a circle. This is just me. It's mostly because it tends to stop riders coming around the corner and firing the horse down the long side out of balance. So the horse loses rhythm. They start to rush. It all goes a bit to pot. Instead, by doing it on a circle, it keeps them supple, it keeps them opening and compressing their body in a more balanced, rhythmical way. And then you can gradually increase the impulsion and increase the power until you hit that kind of sweet spot where your horse is taking that longer step, covering ground and still has that moment of suspension while staying supple, soft, over the back, into the contact, all those good things. So especially at the beginning, I wouldn't be aiming for a clear, clean transition into and out of the mediums. I would be focusing more on building up to the medium and gradually increasing the impulsion without losing the rhythm and the balance. I think it's also important to say you don't have to do 15, 20 strides a medium, especially at the beginning. Getting three or four steps and then bringing your horse back to a working or collected trot and then going again is far more beneficial both for your horse to understand what you're trying to get them to do as well as building the strength in that medium work too. When it comes to riding an actual medium trot that you will probably most likely have to do in a test, I tend to start preparing for this two corners before the medium trot is needed. So ride in a little shoulder forward positioning into your first corner. That's gonna to help to get the horse's hind leg underneath them. And then in the next corner, I'm gonna ride a little half halt to bring my horse's weight onto the hind legs, keep them balanced. And then once I'm on the long side or the diagonal line, I'm gonna check my horses straight and into both my reins first. And then I'm gonna put both my legs at the girth, release my hand forward slightly and ask for the medium trot. Remember when we do this, we're looking for a longer step, not a faster step. The horse's tempo should actually stay the same throughout the whole thing. Now, if your horse is relatively green at the medium trots, I aim to get my first few steps of medium just before the kind of middle of the long side or just before the centre line. If I have a horse that's more advanced and understands the mediums really well, I'm going to be looking for a really clear, clean transition into the medium at the corner marker and a really clear transition back at the end of the long side. If you're on a diagonal, 
do make sure you've done your corner and your horse is pointing at the mark you're aiming for before you ask for your medium shot. It's just going to help your horse to stay balanced and stay straight. If you're doing it the second way, asking for that clear, clean transition, you as the rider are going to have to be much, much quicker to set your horse up, make sure they're on the hind leg, make sure they're straight before asking for that clear transition to the medium. When it comes to problems you may get with your medium shots, it all comes down to, again, the scales of training. And I like to think of it a little bit like a balancing scales. If you have too much impulsion, but not enough suppleness, you're going to get a horse that rushes instead of taking a longer stride. If you don't have collection, you're going to have a horse that's unbalanced and runs onto the forehand. If you don't have enough contact, you're going to have a horse that loses the rhythm or can't take that longer step. Now, it might be that you just didn't ask for it as the rider. So if you don't have enough collection, a little half halt might just fix your problems. Or if you're unbalanced as the rider, making a switch from sitting to rising may help you be more balanced and therefore your horse is more balanced. But if you find there aren't any quick fixes or the quick fixes aren't working, I always suggest going back, facing the problem head on and kind of taking it out of the medium shots rather than trying to fix the problem and the medium shots at the same time. So I really hope that this has helped to clear up a little of what you need to get a good medium trot, what you should be aiming to achieve and how to go about teaching your horse to do a medium trot or improve the medium trot you already have. It's a really fun part of a test and I love riding them, but it does take time. So I do think it's really important to start slow, teach your horse early, the basic concepts, and then you can build in more lengthening, more impulsion, more collection and so on as your horse gets stronger and as you progress through the levels. So there we have it. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please do share it on social media and you can tag us in it too and tell us what you thought and what you found most helpful. Also, if you have a spare minute, I would be hugely grateful if you could leave a review. It just means that the podcast gets shared more widely and it helps other people to see the podcast too. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. While I have you here, I wanted to talk to you about the training hub that we have over at decomplicatingdressage.com. Members have access to a huge range of courses, workshops, Q&As and exercises to help them improve their dressage knowledge as well as their training on their horse. You also get 24-7 access to a fully qualified coach, that's me. So if you have a bad training session or competition or a problem you just can't fix, you can pop me a message and we can chat and come up with some solutions before your next ride so you're never left not knowing how to fix something or improve your horse and your riding. So many of you have joined recently from the podcast and it's been great to get to know you and your horses and help you on your journey. So if you'd like to join us, all you need to do is head to decomplicatingdressage.com and click the join now button. We're also doing a seven day free trial so you can see if we are right for you before committing any money. So come join us now over at decomplicatingdressage.com. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.